Welcome to 12-Minute Talks, where important information is shared in a short time period. Learn from other business owners, entrepreneurs, and experts about what they do to help you find solutions to everyday topics in 12 minutes or less. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the 12-Minute Talks podcast. I'm excited to have with us today Jonathan Palmer. He creates electrifying content and concerns. Form your presence on LinkedIn. Jonathan, thank you so much for being on today. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited. And to tell a little secret, we actually did like a another podcast, but I felt like it didn't really speak to what I was passionate about. Right. Um, who looks attractive when they're going through puberty? When they're <laughs> going from their childlike state into adulthood? It's it's a little bit awkward. And in, in a very similar way, it's been... Uh, a little bit of an awkward transition, and but the, the biggest challenge is doing it in front of such a, a large audience. So, you know, I've spent the last few months kind of finding myself, finding what I'm really passionate about and what I love to do. So. Yeah, so, you know, you, you took the, the words right out of my mouth. I was going to give you, you know, a little intro about that. Um, so, yeah, so tell us a little bit, for those that don't know, you used to do forensic investigation which, accounting yeah. You know, yeah, yeah I thought it was interesting you know I'm like here I'm, oh, I'm interviewing inspector gadget but <laughs> you know so, so tell us a little bit about your transition into doing something that you're more passionate about um with the with the digital videos that you create for LinkedIn yeah so um again there's there's nothing wrong with forensic accounting it, it's yeah. just uh Maybe I just wasn't as passionate about it, but you know, there are people that absolutely love it. I, I went to a LinkedIn local Miami and there's a guy that loves Microsoft Excel. Like he loves Excel spreadsheets, you know, so everybody has their thing, but I don't think that I was particularly talented as a forensic accountant. And you only start recognizing that when you, when you try something else and yeah. you just kind of, you know, get a hand, you know, you, you get a hold of it, you try it out, and it's just such a natural fit. So that's kind of what's happened. To give a little bit of history, um, I've, I've worked for my father. He owns a forensic accounting firm, and I've been there for five years, a little over five years. And um, around October of last year, we went through a rebranding, and that's when I was kind of introduced to social media. Um, like many, I was a lurker. I would consume a lot of content, but I wouldn't create my own. Mm -hmm. So the benefit of growing up with social media is we're all, you know, very properly trained to um, know what works, what doesn't. So when I started executing on it, it was like uh, overnight, it just started working. Awesome. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's true what they say. You don't really know if you like something until you start doing it. And, you know, I think you, it was a, maybe a natural fit to go work with your dad because he was in that industry. I, I could imagine, right? Um, but it's great that, that happened. Sorry to, to yeah, yeah. I, I, I had no ambitions of being a forensic accountant. What happened was, is I was bartending on South Beach. Um, I must have been in my early 20s at the time. Bartending in South Beach. It's Christmas Day. I'm working overnight. It's like six o'clock in the morning, Christmas Day. Um, this drunk uh, woman comes into the bar and um, I refuse to serve her because I'm not going to jail for her to drink a another, uh, you know, another drink on Christmas. Yeah. So um, she starts throwing plates at me. I got my face cut up pretty good. And then mommy and daddy were like, you know what? Come work for the family business. <laughs> Put that bartending behind you. But again, it, was it ever uh, a proper fit? Nah, not so much. So Right, right. Got, so, yeah. It's like um, I, I was listening to Brene Brown. She has an audiobook called The Power of Vulnerability. 
And towards the end, it's kind of long, but she was talking about people that have slash careers where it's like, you know, you pay your bills doing accounting, for example, and slash you do like candles on the weekends, right? So I'm glad to see you jump into the, the slash career, which is what we're going to really talk about today more. Um, so yeah, so Jonathan, tell me what type of electrifying content it is that you help create others. And, and you mentioned when we were talking before that now you're working, working with uh, Shea Rowbottom. Yeah, so uh, to give a little bit of a, a background on that, uh, I approached Shay in around December of this past year. And uh, this is the importance of mentors, right? Um, when you're just starting out, you, you don't know really what works, despite the fact that I said, you know, it, it was a, a pretty easy transition. You, you understand the basics, but you don't, you don't have it all. You don't have all the tools yet. So I reached out to Shay because I wanted help on creating effective content that will reach, you know, my target market, which at the time was accountants, CFOs, uh, what have you. And it was just a fateful day in late December. I was really passionate about posting something. And uh, the old man said, you know what, like, eh, this doesn't really fit the company image. Why don't you just post it on your own page? Right. At the time, I, I didn't have my own LinkedIn page. So um, I posted it on my page, it did all right, but Shay was kind of the unlock of figuring out how can I take this message and make it better, more effective, and uh, help me grow based off of that. So I, I guess I already had a little bit of the natural talent that's necessary, but she helped refine it and, and honed it so that I could really develop that. And um, I, I've been working with her ever since. Yeah, awesome. And so now, are you helping other business owners create their own content? Um, to some degree, uh, you know, right now we're, we're still in the early stages, but I will get a lot of inquiries from uh, business owners, executives, and uh, what I'm finding and what's super interesting is um, there's a lot of uh, self-doubt. There's a lot of self-doubt. There's a lot of people that want to say something, they don't know how to say it. Right. And I find that a lot of times they just need the confidence to recognize the fact that people do want to hear what they have to say. Um, but paralyzed especially uh, within my industry people are so risk averse because that's what they do for a living mm -hmm. they don't want to take those risks uh, whether for their business or for themselves their reputation so they play a very safe but something that I've recognized is you have to kind of get out of your comfort zone and do the kind of content that, that not only do people want to see but it really speaks to who you are as a person and I feel like that's when it really becomes effective I think that's important, yeah, because people buy from people. They don't buy from a company, you know? And I think video is definitely a great way of getting yourself out there um, that people can relate to who you are and, and maybe what you do and, and things like that. And, yeah, definitely get get out of your comfort zone. You know, what's the worst that can happen? Ten people watch it. Who cares? Like, You yeah, know, you, yeah. you never know who, who's watching out of those ten people. It could be your you next. Know, what's interesting is it, it's not so much – the 10 people that are watching, it's their friends and family. Mm -hmm. And what you find that happens in a lot of these cases, it's happened to me. Um, the people that are closest to you are the first ones to jump on it and say things like, oh, you've changed. Oh, well, why are you publicizing this? What are you trying to be? You know, they right. almost feel like you're not, you're not being yourself anymore. But really all it is, is you're just trying to grow. Yeah. You're trying to kind of expand your horizons. But anytime people make change, especially those closest to you, 
you know, they, they get a little nervous, they get a little tense. So uh, that's been uh, an interesting discovery on the journey. So yeah, that, that's cool. I, I've been I've had the opposite, I think from my friends that I've been posting more video stuff because I'm like, well, I like to say you have to wear it out of different hats every now and then. Yes, yes. So, uh, you know, I've been posting more videos about what I do. And some friends have been like, you know, I think it's great you're doing that because I see you like getting out of your comfort zone to do that, you know. So, and, the, and you never know. Yeah, go ahead. Those are the people you want to be surrounded by. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what's something that sets you apart from maybe others that, you know, a lot of times people say, you know, I wish I could do X, Y, Z job, but um, this is what pays for the bills. What do you think is something that really sets you apart from others that maybe never make that jump? Um, so when I was, when I was growing up, I remember every nine weeks, um, my father and I would, would get into a battle because I'd have bad grades. Mm -hmm. uh, I was bullied a lot as a kid for the, my interests, for the way that I was, I was just a really awkward kid, you know? Um, so not any physical bullying, but you know, like maybe a little bit of emotional bullying at home right. and in school. And uh, I felt like a failure. I felt like everything I'd ever done, I'd failed at. Um, and that developed a strength in me. You know, I was not a good student. I was a terrible student. So when, and I wasn't good at sports. So when you're not really good at anything, um, you stop, you, you, you start having a mindset of, well, I failed at everything else. Mm -hmm. So it can't get worse than this. So right. literally anything that I do is better than where I am right now. And once I gained that perspective, I just started doing whatever I wanted to do. Whatever, you know, I felt in my heart was effective. So a lot of that judgment disappears when it's like it can't be worse than this. So yeah. that gave me a lot of the courage to just go out there and do what interests me. And I think that's what a lot of people are missing. Yeah, and, and that's awesome. I'm glad you continued because I've seen your videos progress, let's say. And um, you, you made one about like introverts and I thought that was hilarious, you know. And uh, especially now with like the, the COVID-19, there's all these jokes about like introverts and it's like how they've been planning for <laughs> You know, like, introverted disease. Yes. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You know, they, they, their lives don't change. They're just like, all right, well, I guess it's just another Monday today, you know? Right. So, yeah. Right. But I, I really like your perspective of, you know, what's the worst that you've already failed in your mind, I guess. Right. So what's the worst that, that could happen? You know, it's, it's um, gives you freedom. So a lot of times people think creating videos is just, oh, put the camera and start talking. No, you have to like, I mean, some do, some do, some but, at it, but it's not <laughs> me i can't do that you know yeah especially if you have a, a message you want to come across concise professional whatever the case might be it might take you half an hour 45 minutes just to write out what you want to say for two minutes you know um de depending on on everything you know and then edit editing a video takes so much time you know awesome so jonathan how can people get in touch with you i'm sure on linkedin they can find you and, and I'm, I'm only on LinkedIn. It, okay. it, eats up, it eats up all of my time. So you could definitely send me an email at uh, john at uh, .com if you have any interest in uh, creating and developing video content. I definitely recommend that. And um, yeah, uh, you could also go to shayrobottom.com, schedule a call. You know, we'd love to help you. Something cool about LinkedIn is and I'm sure you've, you've experienced this as well, is it's kind of like a utopia. People want to help each other. So 
this is very much the same. Like we're here to help people develop their message because right now is the time to do it. So that's how you can reach me. Definitely. Awesome. Yeah, there, there's definitely been, been a big change in LinkedIn. I, I've been in it since like 2008 when I was at FIU. Really? Wow. Yeah. And let me tell you, back then it was all like spamming messages. I'm like, what is the point of this thing? But I've always kept it up to date or whatever. But I've seen the change now with all the video and people really honestly trying to share valuable information on there. And I just wanted to quickly introduce myself for those of you that don't know who I am. I'm Lorena Tomasini, and I'm the owner of MOM, M-A-L-M, Life and Health Insurance Agency, where together with my mom, we help other businesses and families uh, with their financial protection needs done digitally, which is great now with all this going on. <laughs> um, Jonathan, is there anything else you would like to add today? Don't be afraid. If you have a message inside of you, don't keep that quiet. You would be amazed at how much people want to hear what you have to say. So have the confidence to recognize that you do have a message. Just speak your mind, speak your heart. When you really speak your heart, people will not reject that. They can feel it. So don't be afraid to do so. That's awesome. Jonathan, it's been great having you on the 12-Minute Talks podcast today. Um, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast and hope you will listen to the next one. I'm Lorena Tomasini and you can contact me via email life at malmins.com. Make it a great day.